the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the best of investing on AM 1220 KDOW, the show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial markets, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing. Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Mark Honf of Pacific Private Money and also Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. You're going to use that number to answer the trivia questions for a five-pack tanning certificate given away during this show. And I think if we can, we will also give away another ticket or two tickets, excuse me, to the Transcendence Theater, but it's for tonight. So... Uh, you gotta call really quickly for that for the seven thirty show at the Luther at the Luther Burbank. Uh, let's see here, and the certificates the, the certificates for the um, tanning are s- uh, sponsored by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. And today's trivia theme is general trivia. Oh, oh, good. We'll yeah, see. but this one though, <laughs> these questions are are easier, I believe. Oh, good. Okay, so uh, Mark, what's going on in the world today? Well, you know, another week, another Bitcoin story. <laughs> we talked a little bit about it last week. I shared with you some information uh, that I'd gotten from a real estate guys radio show uh, commentary where they were basically talking about how they had, you know, completely missed the boat on Bitcoin. And it was, you know, some words of warning. Uh, this week's uh, article comes from the Wally Street Journal. Wall- <laughs> you know what? We all missed the tulip bulb one, too. Yeah, right. That's that's right. Yes. <laughs> so this one, this is a short one. Uh, it was in the Wall Street Journal this week. Says, even grandma wants in. <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> this one. And this is an op-ed piece. Uh, Bitcoin has captured the imagination and money of investors, transforming the stateless digital currency from a curiosity among techies to a mainstream topic of interest. But the speed of the rise, uh, up to a thousand percent this year, has some warning that it will end in tears, which is what we've been talking about for weeks on the show. And uh, this t- they're talking about Wednesday's action demonstrated Bitcoin's extreme volatil- volatility. After topping out at 11000 it promptly dropped by $2,000. And uh, last time I looked, it was in the $9,000 range. Another source of a concern, the latest move higher, is drawing in more individual investors. While Bitcoin is a wonderful academic creation... The article says it doesn't do most of the things expected of a currency. And so that's uh, which is which is being used stable? to buy stuff. Oh, buy stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The, the currency is a currency when it has a stable valuation. So yeah. if you took out a mortgage on your house in Bitcoin when it was a thousand dollars and now a Bitcoin is ten thousand dollars, your mortgage just went up a thousand percent. 
or right? whatever. Yeah. So again, again, it's a medium of currency. You, you, yeah. you, so that doesn't, that doesn't make any sense, right? That's stupid. No, no one yeah. would do that. But so what, so no one's actually buying anything with Bitcoin. They're investing in They're Bitcoin. Speculating They're on speculating the, on yeah. this thing known as Bitcoin, which as it referred to in the article is an academic creation, which is true. And now the underlying technology is brilliant. This, this blockchain, which, you know, don't ask me to explain what blockchain is because every time I watch a YouTube video of some, oh, he, some techie who's going to explain what blockchain means, I still don't get it. Then you know, they'll, they'll show these, <laughs> right. you know, if so-and-so, you know, you know, did this and did that. And I, I just, it's well, great. I, I think, it's, okay. So one of the things I'm, I'm concerned about Bitcoin, I mean, they say that they're not going to be making any more of it and there's only so much to go around. Like and 21 million is the uh, most they'll ever have or something. Okay. Like that. Well, you know what? There's, there's only so many 1974 Ford Pintos around too, <laughs> but I don't think there's too many people clamoring for that. And you can trade that probably better than you can put Bitcoin. But I mean, what happens if they suddenly decide, you know, we're going to open up the floodgates and we're going to print more Bitcoin because the price is too high. I mean, they, they, yeah. you can really monkey around with this thing. Well, I, I, and again, I don't know that you can. I mean, that's right. the whole point of it. And again, we're not experts in blockchain or, or Bitcoin. We're really just having a little bit of fun. The, the, the first uh, segment of the show here, but it just, you know, if you have play money, and you want to speculate because this is what yeah, it is. This is right. not investing. There's investing yeah, and there's speculating. Going to Vegas and earning money at the blackjack table. And we know people who do that. Yep. That's not investing and that's no, not even really a, 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 a job. It's a speculative play. No, and you're right on right. Bitcoin too because there's nothing backing it. It's there's, not like there's nothing. I, I mean, at least if you're Absolutely buying General Electric, it. in theory, they're making light bulbs and all that other stuff, right? Yeah. You know, it kind of reminds me of the dot com, the first dot com yeah. uh, boom and bust where yeah. the speculation was just. Uh, it drove itself. Well, and they were saying this is a whole new market. This is this is you know new this and new that, and the fundamentals don't apply to this investment. And so you know, there's probably people listening to this broadcast right now pounding on their steering wheel, going, "You idiots! You don't understand!" You know, this is you know whatever whatever they think they know or believe about uh, Bitcoin and its underlying technology. The fact of the matter is. It doesn't exist, and yeah. you can't do anything with it. It's not even gold that you can actually, you know, put it or store it somewhere, and it, you know, it has no intrinsic value. And that's that's the problem with this. So again, if you have play money and you want to speculate and you think it's going to go to twenty thousand, you know, and you've got five grand, you don't mind losing. I mean, whatever you put into Bitcoin, expect to lose all of it. Yeah. And if you go in with the, with eyes wide open, I'm not saying you will, but expect to, so yeah. that. If you don't and you make some money on it, hey, you know, it's, it's a little bit of gravy. It's play money. It's, it's monopoly yeah, money. You Put your monopoly but, money in there, but right? But the reality is that the people lose money. They're going to, you know, it's just like when they did uh, all of the, um, oh, gosh, the, those Ponzi schemes where, you know, I, I, I raise money from a bunch of oh, people. Oh, the Friends Network. Yeah, Friends Network. Friends exactly. Network, yeah. yeah. And Nobody you, can lose. Uh, people are telling me, money. Mark, you don't understand. <laughs> yeah, you understand. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I understand math really well. I know how pyramids work, and the Friends Network will never work. Yeah, well, and what, <laughs> you're stealing money from people, Well, it's basically. funny, because what I, what I ended up telling people, I said, if this is so good, then I'll just start my own. I don't want to start it at the bottom. That's right. And pay all these other people. I'll right. start my own. Hey, yeah. why don't you join mine? All right, tell you what, guys. We're going to go to our first commercial uh, break. Boy, we're having a lot of fun here talking Bitcoin. In fact, uh, later on, we're going to have a question for our uh, our favorite Nom here about oh, cannabis question. lending. Ooh. Ooh, that'll be kind of fun. That's right up his alley. Bitcoin, yeah. cannabis, I'll tell you, up his alley. <laughs> if you knew Nom, he is so straight-laced, it would not, it definitely <laughs> would not be up his alley. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, do you even know what cannabis is? Yeah, it's no. a can of... Can of... Can, can of... <laughs> 
I'm not sure. A can of what? <laughs> okay, here's our first trivia question. What kind of animal is the title character in the 2003 movie Finding Nemo? Oh, no. Come on, you have a, you have a daughter. She, you know that one. Call 888-912-1190. Basically, what was Nemo? He wasn't an elephant, right? Oh, right. No, okay, that's what we're asking. What was, it? what was Nemo? All right, don't touch that dial. The best for investing will be right For back. more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the Best of Investing. Edward Brown here along with Mark Honf and Nam Fawn. The first trivia question, what kind of animal is the title character in the 2003 movie Finding Nemo? <laughs> Not only was he a fish, he was a clownfish. He was yes. a clownfish. Very good. Don't know what voice I was trying to do there. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Sebastian? That was a previous trivia that was, question, that wasn't Sebastian it? was the uh, little mermaid. Is yeah, the lobster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was he, it was a lobster or a crab? Oh, I, I thought it was a lobster, but maybe it's a crab. Or maybe it's Krusty the Crab. Stay <laughs> <No. laughs> tuned in our next segment. We'll yeah. tell you what it is, right? Krusty the Crab, yeah. No, that's uh, Family Guy? No. No, that's uh, Bart Simpsons. Simpsons. That's yeah. right. <laughs> I, I get my cartoons mixed up. Krusty the Clown. Right? All right. So we're talking a little bit about investing. We talked a little bit about Bitcoin uh, to begin the show. But, you know, s- similar to Bitcoin, we're uh, at Pacific Private Money. We're getting calls from a lot of our investors who, who want to talk about the real estate market and even the stock market. And even though most people who know me, uh, I'm Mark Hoff, president of Pacific Private Money. Uh, we're an alternative real estate lender. We make private money real estate loans. Uh, and I'm a real estate guy. I've been a real estate guy for 35 years. I only invest in real estate related um Type investment types. I do fix and flips. I do notes. I've invested in our fund. I just I like being a lender, and I'm I'm and I like real estate. And, and, and I, if the owners of Bitcoin would come to you with a building, then I would make <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> you know, the, I would I would loan on the <laughs> mint that they're going to build to yeah. uh, to mint more Bitcoin. But uh, so love real estate. Have never been a fan of of the stock because that's just it's you know I grew up in a real estate family and my dad didn't own stocks my uncle doesn't own any stocks they're real estate guys uh, I'm a real estate guy, um, and people you know who who ask me you know I say I don't I don't own any stock and I'm a, I'm a, the poor person to to ask about my opinion about the stock market but I will tell you that people who are investing in our company in our fund in our um in our mortgage pool debt fund or in our individual trustees they're starting to put more money into there and what i'm hearing from them and, and a lot of them these guys have invested in the stock market for some time and this weekend went above twenty four thousand yeah. for the first time in history which has really defied many of the articles that i've been reading over the last several years which in in fact you know, I think a year ago, I shared a story from, I think it was Forbes magazine, where a noted noted um, uh, financial advisor said that he expected uh, the Dow to underperform in the coming years and mm-hmm. was telling his mm-hmm. clients that, you know, they should, uh, you know, diversify and pull some money out. And of course, he's looking like an idiot now a year later, because, you know, how much has the stock market gone up in the last year? I mean, it's, it's really appreciated. Yeah, it's, it it's been a great couple of years right in the stock market. And and so, but it is scaring people and people are wondering, yeah. okay, it's 24,000. Is it time for, you know, should I yeah. really start yeah. to take some of my profits? And if I do, where do I invest it? Invest, if, yeah. Do I do I buy real estate? Well, real estate is it's pretty expensive. Pretty too. expensive yeah. right now too. Well, or, I, yeah. I, I I gotta say, this last week I was giddy, and I'll tell you why. 
because I have money in the Pacific Private Money Fund. And ordinarily, it's been paying between 75 to 8%, which is completely fine. I'm very, very happy. Yeah, monthly distributions, monthly distributions. on an annualized basis, anywhere between, you know, two-thirds to three-quarters of a percent per, 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 month, month, per month, which yeah. adds up to about... Well, well three-quarters would be 9%. We, but, yeah, but, we've, been, yeah, we've been tracking... Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. But it's anywhere, but yeah. so between 75 to 8% on yeah, an annualized between basis. between 0.6 and 07 Exactly, yeah, okay. Yeah. But, yeah. however... This last month, the annualized mm. distribution was 8.91%. Mm. Now, why was that? I'll let you answer the question. So we had a foreclosure in the fund. One of the investors that we made a loan to to, to uh, buy, fix, and flip a property um, got in trouble with some of his other investments and stopped making the loan payments on the flip property that we helped him buy. He never actually did any of the remodeling, but he got the property at an screaming price, which is why we really liked it. He got it was an off market transaction. He got it directly from the bank. It was a highly discounted uh, property, so we foreclosed on the property, and um, and my brokerage funded the money uh, to the fund to do the uh, remodeling, and then we sold it on behalf of the fund, and the fund made a profit of over fifty thousand dollars on that uh, on that foreclosure, and so we so that. And because the fund distributes its profits every month, if in any one particular month there's a boost in profits from something like an asset sale, then that gets distributed to all the investors. So and, that's so that really help help boost up our, our yield. It'll probably boost us up over the eight percent yield for for the entire year. And it was just it was a nice little uh, pre grisp Christmas gift oh, yeah. to our fund investors. And, and as Montgomery Burns would say in, in The Simpsons, excellent, Mr. Smith is excellent. <laughs> yeah, so we've, we've been seeing a lot of new uh, capital coming into the Pacific Private Money Fund. It is a mortgage pool fund. It only makes loans. And so uh, investors in the fund uh, are... Um, uh, it's it's what's known as a Reg D fund uh, for eggheads out there who know these types of things. Yeah. Uh, it's also called a private placement. It's also referred in the kind of grand scheme of investments as an alternative investment, alternative to stocks and bonds and other typical types of investments that you um, that you know that that you're served up uh, through your financial advisors, and so the Pacific Private Money Fund uh, is. Um, it's been in existence for four and a half years. Uh, we're, we've been pretty much uh, uh, rock solid on the uh, 7.5% to 8% uh, uh, yield production. And we expect that to continue in the future because we see our loan demands pretty consistent and, and the growth of the fund has been slow and steady. But a lot of people are, are, are taking profits out of uh, the stock market uh, or selling real estate. So we've had a couple of larger investments in the fund through, through people who sold real estate, decided not to do a 1031 tax deferred exchange because they felt there was everything was too expensive. So they would rather pay the taxes, pay the gains, and then uh, well, and invest uh, that it, and invest it in a in a uh, income producing debt related real estate fund, not real estate itself, which might be subject to a near term correction. Well, so especially especially if they can sell it at a price that uh, is like let's say a four and a half cap rate, and yeah. they're investing it at eight. Effectively an eight cap rate. Yep. Okay, tell you what, we're going to go to our second commercial trivia question. When we come back, I've got a question for both Mark and Nam. Uh, the one for Mark has to do with uh, how Pacific Private Money gets its deal flow hmm. when other private lenders are not providing it. Yeah. And uh, we're going to ask Nam the cannabis one. Okay. <laughs> Which river is dammed up 
by the Hoover Dam? That's our court trivia question. Call 888-912-1190. Be the first caller with that question, and uh, you're going to win those tanning certificates. Which river is dammed up by the Hoover Dam? Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the Best of Investing. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Honf and Nam Fon. Trivia question, which river is dammed up by the Hoover Dam? Would that be the Colorado River? <laughs> it would be the Colorado River. Outside of Las Vegas, <laughs> right? Colorado. That is correct. Very good. See, I told you these questions can be a little easier this time. Uh, no, because me, I could answer them. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you were going to be on the show, so I said, we got, we got to boost his ego. We're going to ask easier questions. Um, so, Nam, uh, you had a question for Mark, didn't you? Yeah. yeah you know, we've um, had a call today with uh, a potential investor who uh, inquired about our fund and investing on the debt side of real estate. And also, you know, kind of ties into what we're seeing lately. We were just at a conference down in the Silicon Valley and we're headed to one this weekend, kind of along the same line. So just thought uh, I'd ask Mark about it. Right. And so we have been having uh, conversations with family offices that we've been meeting at some of these conferences we go to. And if you don't know what a family office is, essentially a family or uh, you could also there's also multi what's called multifamily offices. And it's essentially uh, typically defined as a family with a net worth of one hundred million dollars or more that set up their wealth much like a business because they have so much money. They hire a team uh, to manage their wealth. Sometimes they build their own internal company around it, maybe family members might be part of that, or sometimes they'll outsource it to third-party companies that are in the business of working with the ultra-high net worth, the centimillionaires. Oh, I can't wait to be one. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, that they have to be worth $100 million? Man, I'm just $105 million short. <laughs> <laughs> no, not good. Hey, so, uh, um, so one of the conversations we had this week, as Nam was pointing out, was, was really interesting, and I, I love the way um, uh, this uh, investment manager for this family office described their portfolio. They, they called us because they were interested in more information about the Pacific Private Money Fund, how it operated, how it was set up. And, and he said to us, he said, right now we, have, we, we determined that the family is underrepresented in income-producing investments. And I thought that was kind of interesting because, again, you know, many stock investments are not income producing. You know, Bitcoin, of course, it would be an sure. example of a non income producing real estate can or cannot be. It sometimes is and sometimes isn't. Well, sometimes all these and then all these tech companies that these guys invest in, you know, with idea, you know, way mm-hmm. down the road. Right, right. right. So, so depending on what your, you know, what your need needs are and how you like to balance your portfolio, one of the nice things about investing in real estate debt uh, in the alternative asset class of, of uh, real estate debt through companies like ours, like Pacific Private Money and, and hundreds of others in California that are in the business of making real estate secured loans using private capital. Um, you know, one of the uh, hallmarks of that type of investment is that it's an income uh, producing investment. The interest is paid monthly by the borrower. That month, that uh, interest is eventually, uh, a portion of that interest is distributed uh, to the investor. Well, you're basically the bank. Okay, yeah. you, you guys watch. Yeah. You guys watch Shark Tank. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. Mr. Wonderful, mm-hmm. Kevin O'Leary. He always says, "Cash flow." I want. Yeah, I'm interested in cash flow. <laughs> that's well, right. that's exactly what this is because you're getting good well, and cash flow. One of the great mm-hmm. things about investing in a mortgage pool fund like the Pacific Private Money Fund is that you can choose to be 
an income investor or a growth investor. So for those who have an uh, IRA that's self-directed, it's a perfect investment for them. If they don't want to take distributions, uh, then we have the option to reinvest the monthly dividends back into the fund, buys additional shares, and then you get the magic of compounding. So I think our our year-to-date compounding yield is tracking about Uh, 8.11, and we're just a little bit under 8 in the distributed yield. So you do get a a little bonus there from from compounding. So it's, it's just it presents an, a number of, of options. And again, there just really aren't a lot of, um, well, there are a lot of options for income investing. It's just that, are they not producing the yield? The yield? Yeah, yes. And right. so mortgage pool investing provides a high yield option. And depending on what state you live in, you know, some, some other states where, where private capital is actually priced higher than it is in California, you can get double digit yields in mortgage pool funds. And, and we're very familiar with that because we invest some of our own capital in, in uh, other funds uh, uh, throughout the United States. So again, it's, it's something you need to investigate uh, is, is mortgage pool funds. Ask your financial advisor uh, or give us a call and we'd be happy to talk to you your financial advisor as to why you should be considering uh, alternative assets uh, like uh, alternative investments like mortgage pool funds or individual trustees if you're an individual note investor. All right. Well, let, let me feed right into this uh, uh, email that we received. Sure. It says uh, for Mark, how come Pacific Private Money has deal flow when a lot of other private lenders do not? Hmm. Well, to, to explain that question and why it's phrased that way. So, that person is obviously in the industry or, yeah. or knows that there are um, a lot of upstart uh, companies, many of them based in California, that are, um, you may have heard the term marketplace lender or crowdfunder. Uh, these are website platforms where you can go and invest in notes and properties uh, all over the United States. And the challenge is, is that a lot of these startup companies that are very well funded, they're really almost more technology plays than they are uh, lender models or mortgage models. They find that if they build it, the borrowers don't necessarily come. And so what we've learned, what I've learned in 10 years of private lending is that deal flow is the golden goose, not capital. Capital is a commodity. There's a lot of capital out there. We, we, you know, we're, we're, we're raising capital from all kinds of sources. But some of these well-funded startup marketplace uh, slash crowdfunding lenders are putting up these websites and being uh, capitalized from private equity and hedge funds to the tune of hundreds of millions of dollars. And then they're having trouble finding deal flow. And, one of the, and it's funny, a lot of those companies are calling us going, hey, we'd like to buy your deal flow, which we don't like to sell our loans. We're a portfolio lender. That's one of the things that uh, make us stand out. Uh, and, and in fact, many regionally focused private uh, real estate lenders uh, are portfolio lenders, which means we we service what we what we lend. You know, we lend, we, we keep the loan on our books uh, and our investors are very happy that we do because that's what generates the yield that we pay to them. So so we get our cat. You know, we're just really good at marketing and, and it's taken us 10 years to to get to a point where our phone rings because we've planted so many seeds and continue to plant seeds daily, weekly, through radio, through print, through uh, meetups, through presentations to mortgage brokers, bankers, and realtors. At Pacific Private Money, we just, we've been able to get top of mind awareness with a, with a large enough group of referral sources so that 
you know, we just get a lot of looks at, at, at lending opportunities and it allows us to cherry pick. We can, we, we say no a lot because we, you know, we, 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 we like what we like and we don't like what we don't like. And, and having a lot of deal flow gives us that opportunity to bear, to be very discerning about the types of loans that we do. So, and that's something that, you know, if you're investing with other companies, you kind of want to know about their deal flow. And, and one of the ways you discover whether their deal flow is kind of weak is you start to see some kind of sketchy products from them. They start showing you funding opportunities on individual loans that are way out in the middle of nowhere and the borrowers kind of sketchy. And you just, you got to be careful when you're, especially if you're investing in individual notes. Now a mortgage pool fund, you, you want uh, transparency in the fund. You want the, uh, you want the fund manager to send you a tape of what loans are in the fund. Uh, and if they're transparent, they'll send you maybe not the names of the borrowers, but you can get the addresses and the loan amounts and the LTVs and you can check on them a little bit and see if that's that's something that you might consider investing in. So for more information, go to our website, PacificPrivateMoney.com. And when we come back, uh, we got a question for Nam about cannabis lending. And also, we want to uh, tell the audience about a new website that they can also go to. To buy individual to, notes. To buy individual notes. Right. Yeah. Okay. Third trivia question. What is the capital of the U.S. state, Missouri? Basically, what's the capital of Missouri? That's our trivia question. Call 888-912-1190 to answer that question. If you're the first caller with the correct answer, um, we're going to give you the tanning certificate. So uh, that's our trivia question. What is the capital of the U.S. state, Missouri? All right. 888-912-1190. Don't touch that dial. The best of investing will be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the best of investing. I'm Edward Brown, along with Mark Honf and Nam Fon. Third trivia question, what is the capital of the U.S. state, Missouri? Nam, I hope you know this. I'm going to go and say it's obvious. Is it St. Louis? No. <laughs> now, that would be a little too obvious. Jefferson City. Ugh. Yeah. I had I had yeah, one. Whatever. It's not a trick question. It's just a hard question. <laughs> the capital of misery. Yeah. <laughs> Is that even a state? Okay. Um, all right. So, Nam, we have a question that came in about cannabis lending. So, I guess you're assuming, does uh, Pacific Private Money lend on cannabis? Give me a call at... No, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we do not. <laughs> you know, it's funny. <laughs> we get calls, uh, probably a couple calls a week. Uh, requesting uh, cannabis loans, either for to start a, an actual grow operation or a facility. And, you know, it's just an area that we're not comfortable lending it. So, I mean, one of the reasons it's still illegal federally and uh, you could get your uh, tushy spanked. Well, and it is a it is a very niche lending business. Yeah. I mean, we already have a couple of niches uh, that we serve right now at Pacific Private Money, and that is we're one of the few in the state that will do owner occupied purchase financing. Yeah. That's that's all that's our hallmark product. It's one of our most famous products. If you're a realtor or mortgage broker out there, and you've got a client that's in a pinch trying to close on a purchase transaction, and bank fi- financing has fallen through, uh, or they're in a home and they have a lot of equity and they don't want to sell first to free that equity up, we can um, do a cross-collateralized loan, meaning we can do 100% target financing for them and cross back on their existing home. And so that's 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 our niche product. That and ground-up construction is something that we're doing that, that uh, is also one that it, most private lenders, most alternative finance providers are not touching. Ground-up fi- ground construction and um, residential 
But you're not uh, doing financing. you're not doing speculative ground up construction. No, it's no, it's usually infill, um, and uh, and it's not large scale developments. These are yeah. smaller infill uh, residential single I mean, family. I mean, a good example small. would be that like the fires that happen in Northern California. Right. I mean, there's going to be a need right. for that, right? But but getting back to the cannabis thing, there are lenders, uh, private lenders that specialize in cannabis, and so and 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 the law firm we use actually has a cannabis uh, division in their law firm that specializes in health those who want to. So it's not like we think it's, you know, not a market worth uh, taking a, a, you know, a strong consideration of. And we may in the future decide that, you know, we're going to invest in the underwriting guidelines and et cetera, or maybe certain things will happen in, in the law, in, in uh, na- the national law, which might make it more compelling for companies to make those loans. But until that time happens, you know, we're really not big fans of cannabis gotcha. lending. So. All right. Uh, talk about your new website for people who are unaccredited, who maybe can't get into the fund, but are still interested in investing. It's, I don't think a lot of people, maybe if they're new listeners, don't know that there's qualifications to get into your fund. There are. There are. So let's talk a little bit about, about you know, Edward, you know, you and I for, for, for uh, a short time, we're doing uh, an additional radio show weekly that we called Mortgage Investing 101. And we coined the term mortgage investing to include those who invest in individual notes, which is also known as trust deed investing, because you get a deed of trust in California. Uh, that's, that's the collateral. That's the security. And we also talked about mortgage pool fund investing, like the Pacific Private Money Fund. Mortgage pool funds and trust deeds are, uh, are different investment strategies the collateral is is similar in that a mortgage pool fund is a collection like a almost like a mutual fund of mortgage secured notes but you own a share of the the LLC the lending entity Pacific Private Money Fund is a limited liability company and so when you when you become a member of that your your investment the risk is spread across all of the loans hence they call it a pool it's 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 distributed among uh, all of the loans so if one one loan goes bad uh, it doesn't necessarily Im, impinge on the the um, viability of the entire fund whereas when you some some prefer to invest in individual notes and until now we've largely been working with uh, high uh, you know, a small group of high net worth investors to fund our individual notes and the rest of the notes get funded by the mortgage by the Pacific Private Money Fund. Well, what's changed is we have a new platform that we just uh, released and you can go look at it now and we have the URL privatemoneyloans.com. All one word of course, private money loans plural privatemoneyloans.com and that is a new website it's a new platform where you can go and register to view individual notes that you could purchase you could either bid on a portion of that note you can buy a fractional interest or invest a fractional interest or you can invest in the entire note and so we have a menu of notes on there now we're we're just we're still kind of in beta we're still launching we're we're waiting to get a critical mass of uh, of, of customers signing up. And then once that happens, we'll add more notes and continue to add more notes. And, and this is a model that's been used successfully by other lenders that we know of. There's one in Southern California right now that's been up for a couple of years using the exact same technology platform to sell individual notes. And they're doing very, very well. In fact, you know, it's a good friend of ours who, who is doing this in Southern California. We're doing it now in Northern California. And again, privatemoneyloans.com if you prefer to invest in individual notes rather than 
um, investing your money in a mortgage pool fund. And again, we can take an entire show to talk about you know, to compare and contrast the pros and cons of investing in a mortgage pool fund and investing in individual notes. And actually, I have a lot of investors that do both. They've got money in our fund, but they also like the individual notes. Sometimes you can get a slightly higher yield investing in an individual note, or maybe you just like the control of being able to um, choose uh, an individual note. Or maybe you like the idea that uh, that maybe you might end up foreclosing and owning that property, and you'd like to own it because you've you know you've made a loan that's at a great conservative loan to value, and that does happen. We one of our uh, one of our most prolific individual investors who only invests in individual notes has a really impressive portfolio of real estate. He got all that real estate through foreclosure by investing in the underlying note. So he only invests in notes secured by properties that he'd like to own. Most of them he doesn't get, right? The, in right. fact, the vast majority, 90% of the, of the note investments he makes pay him off as agreed. But uh, that percentage that he's foreclosed on, he, like I said, he's got a very, and he's very happy and he's the nicest guy too. You'd think he's this black hatted, you know, yeah, Guido right. type, you know, you know <laughs> I'm going to break your legs, you know, hard money guy. No, not at all. The, but, you know, he's meek and mild mannered and nice as all get out, but uh, you'd never know that he was a loan to own guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so if you're a loan to own guy and you're not a mortgage pool fund guy and you want to check out uh, how you can take a look at uh, some note investment options, go to privatemoneyloans.com and register to sign up. We have an approval process right now. We're, we're keeping it, we're going to keep it uh, a, a rather closed ecosystem for the time being. It's not, it's open to the public, but it is on, a, on an approval basis. We want to make sure that you're not the competitor trying to figure out what we're doing and, <laughs> and uh, steal our, <laughs> steal our borrower clients. But uh, uh, you mentioned, um, one of the reasons why this is a compelling uh, investment option, privatemoneyloans.com versus the fund, is that uh, the fund is only allowed to take investors who pass the uh, qualification of being accredited. And accredited, the definition of that is you must have a net worth of at least $1 million exclusive of the equity value in your primary residence. Now, that's still a you know, in the Bay Area, that's not a hugely, uh, it's not a high bar to, to pass. But even as I say that, a lot of people have the vast majority of their wealth tied up in their, in their primary residence. And so some, we, we get calls all the time with people who have one or $200,000. They'd love to invest it. Uh, but we discover that the majority of their wealth is in their primary residence, not outside investments. So, so they can go to privatemoneyloans.com. Right. And invest in an individual note because that is a lower threshold of yeah, qualification. Yeah, and what's the minimum investment in that? Well, we don't really have a minimum per se. It's just, you know, the loan might be, I think we'll probably put loans on there. Uh, the smallest loans we'll put on there, I think, will be 150000 up to a million, and then uh, up to five fractional interests. So it, Very good. it, it could be 50000 Okay. All right. Don't touch that dial. The best of investing. We'll be right back with some closing comments. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the Best of Investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Honf and Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money. Now, Guys, we hadn't talked about a deal of the week because I'm sure the audience is going, wait a minute, I, I've been hearing these guys say they're paying over 8% 
Uh, these deals, I, I, I got to hear about these deals. Before I talk about the deal of the week, just wanted to m- mention that we do have a live event at our office in downtown Novato this coming Wednesday. That's December 6th, right? December 6th. So December yep. 6th from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m., we are going to talk about our newest fund, the Sirius Pacific Fund, which has uh, been architected to produce yields in the double digits. And we do that with a very creative formula of uh, loans, and some joint venture and fund-to-fund investments. It's pretty exciting. Uh, We've got some great third quarter results that we're going to share with our existing investors. And we're inviting anybody who is listening that would like more information about uh, one of our exciting new funds uh, to come visit us at 1555 Grant Avenue in downtown Novato this Wednesday, December 6th from 6 to 8 p.m. So come check us out. And here's the deal of the week. So we helped a um, young couple buy a home and most of the home purchases that we help are in the Bay Area, but this one happened to be in Southern California because we do have an agent that lives in Southern California and that's where a lot of his deal flow comes from. And the story was is they had 10% down and they couldn't qualify for conventional financing because the husband had um, just a, a, a tiny blemish on his credit that can be repaired through rescoring. And again, I'm not necessarily a credit expert, but there's a thing known as credit rescoring. And, and over a certain period of time, you can build your credit back up to the threshold that allows you to get conventional financing. But meanwhile, they had this um, home that they wanted to buy in contract. And now 10% down is not enough for us generally. We don't like to make loans uh, that are higher than 70% loan to value. But if you offer up other property such that we have a combined loan to value of 70% loan to value or better, we'll take a look at it. Well, guess what? Their parents, the parents of this young couple offered their primary residence up as collateral. And it just so happened it had a lot of equity. And so we did a loan for 90% of the purchase price of $1.4 million in Southern California. Uh, we gave them a, 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 the purchase price of 1.4. We gave them a loan of a million two sixty, and we crossed the parents' home such that our combined loan to value on this uh, loan is sixty two percent. Now we're getting um, an eight percent rate for the investor, and we close that loan on our credit line, and we're offering that loan for sale. Well, here's so, the interesting thing too: is it's uh, the thing I like about that kind of loan. It's not just the sixty two percent. But I kind of think that mom and dad are not going to want to lose their house. No, right? no. So, you, so you've yeah. got you've got a lot of support there. You've got uh, it's almost like having additional guarantors. You have additional parties that have an interest in making sure this loan stays current and that this loan gets paid off as quickly as possible. Now, this loan was written for eleven months, and we believe based on the rescoring needs of the um, primary borrower is that it's probably going to be out there for about six to eight months. That's the average time that these types of loans that we make uh, are outstanding. And so if you uh, are, if something like that, an 8% yield uh, secured by real estate at a 62% loan to value, and it's a gorgeous looking home. I'm looking at the deal sheet right now and I see, uh, I'm looking at this house and you can tell it's in a newer subdivision. So for more information, uh, do give us a call at our office on, on Monday at 415-883-2150 or go to our website, pacificprivatemoney.com for our contact information. We'd be happy to share with you how you can invest in a slice of this uh, 
8% note uh, secured by a beautiful new property and crossed by mom and dad's property. <laughs> in addition, they should go on the Pacific Private Money website just to sign up for future web- webinars if Absolutely. they can't Absolutely. show up in yep. person. All right, guys, we're going to uh, cut out for today. Here's our thoughts for the day. Let your smile change the world. But don't let your world, excuse me, but don't let the world change your smile. And (laughs) you have to say no to a lot of good things in order to be able to say yes to a lot of great things. Kind of reminds me of uh, Steve Kerr when he tells the, uh, uh, or Jim Barnett, when when he's talking about how Steve Kerr says you give up the good shot to get the great shot. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and we we have such good deal flow. We say no to a lot of good loans because we say yes to the great ones. There you go. All right. Tune in next week to the best of investing. We're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown, wishing you the best of investing. So long. You've been listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for The Best of Investing on the Bay Area's business leader, AM 1220 KDLW. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which we... Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.